0: As your life changes and evolves, your nursing career has to change with it and vice versa. Today on the Nurse Keith Show, we're talking about finding the center of your nursing career again and again and again. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to the nurse Keith show. Thanks for being part of the nurse Keith nation. This is indeed episode 86. I can't believe it, but the numbers are growing and we are like Kevin Ross says, almost kissing episode 100, which will probably happen sometime around March of 2017. So we're on the March to March, 2017 and episode 100 I'm super excited. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. This episode of the Nurse Keith Show is again sponsored by Staff Garden, a digital healthcare company that connects nurses with high quality employers around the United States through their private secure online e-portfolio. I have an e-portfolio, and there's really no reason for you not to sign up over at staffgarden.com forward slash nursekeith. I thank my friends at Staff Garden for their generous support of the show. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, and Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast. More podcasts are being launched. We're super excited, and we'll keep you posted about developments over at Pulse Media. And did you know that you can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. You can pledge as little as $2 a month, and you can show your love and support for my work and help me produce this show and get it out to more and more people around the world. So if you head over to patreon.com forward slash nursekeith, that's P-A-T reon.com forward slash nurse keith you can read all about my campaign you can pledge as little as two dollars a month but if you pledge at least five dollars a month there are prizes and special gifts that i will send you in the mail by u.s postal service to thank you for your support so please consider being a patron if you enjoy the show Anyway, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 86. Now, let's dig into today's topic. So, back on November 28th, 2016, just after the American celebration of Thanksgiving here, I published a blog post on Digital Doorway called Finding Your Center as a Nurse and as a Human Being. And the central notion of that post is that your nurseness and the center of your nurseness, your professional identity, I guess that's the best way to say it, is going to shift as you mature as a person and as you mature as a nurse and move deeper into your career. And what I say in the course of that post is that The center of your career is a moving target, and you need to keep your eye on the prize of that moving target consistently throughout your career. So I mentioned in that blog post that when you first become a nurse, whether you're a second career nurse or you're maybe right out of high school and you just went to college directly into nursing school, whether you have a previous career or not, Your satisfaction from your career comes to a large extent, and I think most of you will agree with me, in acquiring new skills and acquiring new knowledge and expertise. So, you know, the first time you do that enema, the first time you hang a bag of blood, the first time you administer chemo or administer an immunization or that first central line dressing that you do on your own, those are moments of great satisfaction as a new nurse and as you master those skills your satisfaction comes from moving on to more and more let's say complicated skills being able to manage more and more patients at one time etc and that's how it should be that's the way it is when you're a new nurse you're learning these things and it's exciting to get these new skills under your belt but down the line as you move deeper into your career You know, for some of us who move away from the bedside, for instance, skills-based learning starts to take a little bit of a backseat. If we move into administration or the executive office or research or education or management or leadership, we're not really trying to develop those clinical skills. We're trying to develop other skills that some people might characterize as soft. So Your skills might be in research, they might be in communication, they might be in management or leadership, things that are not so clinical and not so hands on. So, if you stay in the clinical sphere as a clinical nurse, then those hands on skills are going to be important. So, not to disparage those of you who say, stay in the ICU or the CCU or ER for many, many years, there's always new things to learn, of course, because the technology changes, things develop, and you need to roll with the punches and roll with all the changes that come down the pike. And that's awesome. But for some of us who move out of the clinical sphere, we need to find new ways to fill our cup because we're not learning those other skills and we need to find new things to light us up and to make us feel great about our career so if you move out of being a staff nurse of course you need to find new things that are gonna light your light and float your boat and keep you interested and keep you engaged in your career and that's the moving target my friends the moving target is part of your personal happiness your professional happiness And in order not to stagnate, you need to keep your finger on the pulse of what it is that's going to make you feel like you're accomplishing something in your career in your life. So in that blog post, I also talk about this idea of zeroing in. And what I mean by zeroing in is that you need to zero in on what is at the center. What's the fulcrum of your motivations, your desires? your mission, your personal and professional mission. I've talked about that a little bit before, and I want to dig a little deeper here because I think it's really important. So just like I mentioned a few minutes ago, at the beginning of your career, your mission will be fulfilled when you do that bed bath correctly, when you do that catheterization and you can do it again and again and feel really comfortable with it, when you can do that central line dressing and help that patient with a particular type of recovery that's new to you and new to your patient. And then as your personal life changes, as things happen in your life, what you want out of your career might change too. So like I said on my blog post, let's say you get married seven years into your nursing career, and then you have a child, or maybe someone really close to you dies, or maybe you yourself, God forbid, you have an accident You have some physical challenges, or maybe you have some psychiatric or emotional or spiritual challenges that need tending to. Your needs regarding your career are going to change. Let's take the really basic one you get married and have a couple kids, or you adopt a child. So you want to try to be home after school several days a week, or maybe five days a week. That is going to take possibly a massive sea change in your career to be able to pull that off, for instance. Or maybe you're a nursing mom and you want to be home every day to nurse your child and you want to try to figure out how to work at home as a self-employed nurse or as a nurse case manager working in your pajamas while you nurse your baby at home. So part of this contacting and staying in contact with the center of your career has to do with your work style fitting your lifestyle. Oftentimes we work our lifestyle around our work style, but if you have children or a father or mother with Alzheimer's or a disabled spouse or, God forbid, a disabled child, you're going to have to fit your work style around your lifestyle because you've got things to take care of and your work has to adapt to your life. So this takes ongoing assessment. You know how in the nursing process, we have assessment, diagnosis, planning, intervention, evaluation. You need to be doing the same thing with your life, my friends. And I do the same thing with my life, my business, the stuff that I'm doing. I have to always be looking at what am I doing that's working for me? What's not feeding my soul? Some of you may know that I recently left my job as director of nursing of a health agency because it wasn't feeding me anymore. Well, it was putting food on the table, but it wasn't feeding what I really want to accomplish. It wasn't doing anything for my mission as an individual and my mission as a nurse and healthcare professional. So I had to quit. And that's scary, but I had to do that. So I am actually speaking from extremely recent experience, and I'm recording this in late November 2016. And I want you to understand that this is an ongoing process for me. I'm really talking from deep personal experience. And again, zeroing in on what's at the center, what's the thing upon which your life balances and moves that is a lifelong, ongoing, consistent process. So, part of finding your center might mean you need to do some personal exploration. Sometimes that means psychotherapy or counseling, sometimes it means speaking with your favorite faith leader, the person who you turn to for spiritual guidance. Sometimes it means working with a coach like me, or maybe a life coach or a spiritual coach. Sometimes it means just reading and writing and journaling or taking workshops. Anything that's going to get you deeper into yourself and figuring out what makes you tick, what about this time in your life is important to you. So depending on where you are, the processes or process you choose to move more deeply and to figure out what is really going on for you is really important. So like I said in this blog post, your emotional and spiritual center when you're, let's say, 22 years old is very different from your emotional and spiritual center when you're 52. And I can say that from experience because I'm currently 52. And the things that are important to me, the things that are my priorities in life and work and career and love and family are different than when I was 22, and that's appropriate. And I also expect that when I'm 72 and 82, and maybe if I live to 92, my needs are going to be different. And in the blog post and in the show notes, I mentioned Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Do you remember that? So in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is a psychological model that still holds water after all these decades, you have to know that at different times in your maturity, in different times in your aging process, your needs are going to change and you're going to have to figure out what it is that's going to feed the part of yourself that's hungry. What are you hungry for? If you're hungry for spiritual growth A certain type of nursing, a certain type of professional life is not going to feed you very well and it's not going to feel real good. And you may need to change your position, change your employer, change your professional situation so that it feels more congruent with what you need as a person, what you need in your heart, in your soul. So rather than make choices based on what other people are telling you you need, Make the choices based on what you are determining that you need. And again, counseling, coaching, conversations with spiritual leaders, whatever it takes to get you to that place, use that to get you where you need to go, because you need to keep your eye on the ball. So what I mentioned in the show notes here that I did not mention in the blog post, and you can find those show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 86, is I mention the idea of seeking congruence in your career and I'm going to talk about congruence in one second but we're going to take a pause for the cause one more time to thank my friends at Staff Garden. they're a digital healthcare company that creates powerful partnerships with recruiters from some of the most progressive employers around the country so as a nurse you go over to staffgarden.com forward slash nurse Keith and you create your secure online e-portfolio you fill out your history all your information it's like a very robust online resume, you can even upload your certificates and diplomas and other paperwork and documents for safekeeping for later. Then StaffGarden shares your ePortfolio, but only with employers you've given them permission to share them with. And a lot of those employers have positions available on StaffGarden that they don't have available or posted anywhere else. So I encourage you, go over to StaffGarden.com forward slash Check it out. Also thank them on Twitter and Facebook for sponsoring the Nurse Keith Show. All right, folks, back to the issue at hand. I was talking about congruence, and this is something I wrote about in the show notes that I did not mention in the blog post. And I mentioned in the show notes the notion of cognitive dissonance. And what I mean by that in this context is that if there is not a match between what you're doing at work and what you're doing and what you need at home in your personal life, you might be experiencing cognitive dissonance. And I think that a lot of unhappiness at work can, it doesn't always, but it can come from the fact that what you're doing at work is not feeding your soul. So if there's a disconnect, if there's a lack of congruence between your personal life and your professional life, you might feel like you're starving. You might feel really thirsty. And getting up in the morning and Putting your feet on the ground and getting ready for work is not going to feel very enlivening. It's going to feel rather deadening and numbing. So you're a changing being. You're a person who is evolving at every moment. You're evolving emotionally, intellectually, spiritually. And certain types of career situations, certain employers, certain types of relationships at work are not going to feel let's say professionally nutritious. So let's say you develop a disease like diabetes or heart disease or kidney disease, or you're trying to prevent those diseases from occurring. You alter your nutrition, right? You alter what you put in your body. You alter the way you exercise or how much you exercise, or even if you exercise. In order to prevent that disease from occurring or to help yourself manage that diabetes, right? So you make changes in your physical health and how you care for yourself in order to manage that disease or prevent it from occurring in the first place. So let's look at your career in the same way. I'm not saying that your career is a disease. I'm just saying there's just a little bit of a metaphor here. So bear with me for a second. Indulge me. So. If your career is not feeling nutritious, if there's an aspect of your work life, your professional life that feels like "Eh, it's not doing it for me anymore, it's not feeding me, it's not really doing anything for my heart, for my soul, I'm not learning, I'm not growing as a person, you need to make a change and feed that career with something that's going to actually feed your personal growth, your spiritual and emotional growth. So that's where that unhappiness can come from doing a job that, yeah, it might put food on the table, but it's not feeding any other part of your life. So friends, I want you to find your center now, figure out what your center is. What's the foundation upon which you've built your career and your life. And then a year from now, you need to still be looking at that center because maybe it's shifted Has there been some earthquake? Have the tectonic plates of your life shifted? Do you have other things happening in your life that precludes doing the kind of work you're doing now? Has the work you're doing now become meaningless to you? Remember, it's a moving target. You need to reflect consistently. You need to tend the garden of your career and the garden of your heart. You need to feed and water your interests, your intellect, your spiritual self, your heart your emotional well-being, and make sure there's congruence between your personal and professional lives, and you'll be much happier. So friends, I hope that's helpful. I hope some of those metaphors really resonated with you. If you'd like to chat with me about this, please send me an email at keith at and let me know, or you can hit me up on Twitter at nursekeith or Facebook Nurse keith Coaching even Instagram, Nurse Keith Coaching. Let me know what you're thinking about. And if you're feeling this lack of congruence between your personal and professional life, maybe we should have a chat. So thanks for listening. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered. I really want you to take some of these steps in the interest of your career. I want you to be happy and I want you to feel like your personal and professional lives are congruent and really both contribute to your overall contentment and your satisfaction in your life, my thanks again to the folks over at Staff Garden. Head over to staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith and check it out. My immense and ongoing gratitude to Tim Hollowell of the thepodcastingguide.com for his amazing editing and producing, and a bow to. Mark Cappiespeason for his social media and promotion. Check out what Mark does for me over or does for you over on Instagram and Facebook. And remember if you want to support the show for as little as $2 a month, head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith, That's P A T R E O N. I would love your support. I'll give you a shout out. I'll send you a gift and it would be wonderful to have more of you become sponsors of the show show a little bit of love for what I'm doing and help me reach more people. Again, if you'd like to get in touch, Keith at nursekeith.com is a great way to reach me. If you want to leave a voicemail and have me play your voice on the show, I would love that. So head over to nursekeith.com, hit that bright pink banner on the left-hand margin of any page of the website, leave me a voicemail, and I will play your question on air and answer it on air. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more fun, and congruent than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time.